The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently, we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who fall away. my mouth, I'll make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmony sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph Lord, in the works of you. are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And good day, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, DBXYZ people, all the boat rockers in the house, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio where we use the Bible and the Constitution, not to see who's on the left or the right, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book of the Bible as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so, SonsOfLibertyRadio.com, and also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right. You can see the face that's made for radio. Head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and there are two videos at the top of the screen there. The one on the left side is Bradley's show from yesterday, so if you missed that, uh, you can catch that up until 3 p.m. Eastern today, at which time he'll be live in that little area right there. On the right side of the page is where we're at. Just click on the play button, blow it up on whatever device you got, and then look for the rumble icon in the bottom right-hand corner. Click on that. Join us in the chat on Rumble. We are streaming live to Rumble at Sons of Liberty Radio Live. Uh, be sure to subscribe to that channel there. Also, before it's news.com, top of the page, 
Uh, thank you, Michael, for giving us a spot there. We appreciate that very much. Also, DLive.TV at The Sons of Liberty. number of Facebook pages that bear my name or that I own, whatever <laughs> that this is going out on. Twitter, uh, Twitter for whatever that's worth. Uh, the Real Tim Brow 2. Leave the N off the last part of my name. Add a 2 there. The Real Tim Brow 2. You can catch the stream there as well as Twitch.tv and look for Real Tim Brown there. We're all on those places and uh, we're looking to expand that a little bit. Some things just take me a little longer than others because I have to figure out how they are. And I'm not a techie person. So uh, <laughs> I have to learn it just like many of you do. Right up under where we're uh, streaming live is where you can sign up for our email newsletter. That goes out once a day. You get that uh, between 7 and 8 Eastern in the evenings uh, each day. And then if you want our ministry email, you want to know what the Sons of Liberty are doing out and out among the people and the radio and the Internet and all of this other stuff. Go to SonsOfLibertyRadio.com. And you can sign up for that right on the front page. You get one of those once a week. They go out on Saturdays. So uh, sign up for that as well. And then finally, if you agree with our message and you'd like to help keep us out there doing what we're doing, there's a donate button at the top of sonsoflibertymedia.com. Click on that and make a one-time donation. Or you can partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of liberty. And uh, guys, again, I can't express my thanks enough for you guys uh, keeping us out there, giving us the opportunity to bring to you guests and information. Uh, to, to help you in the fight that we're in. We're not here to, to be uh, info junkies. At least that's not my goal is to make you an info junkie. I see enough of those people out uh, and political junkies and everything else. And they got a lot of, t they got a lot of bark, but there's no bite to it. And uh, you know, we're developing the thing to where we want the people to have the power. This is why we encourage things like tactical civics.com uh, that gives you uh, some teaching in your, civic duties, your responsibilities for God. This is the reason we have rights, is to do our duties before God and man. I mean, we're, we're supposed to do that. So, uh, you know, the tactical civics is to, you want justice, you're going to have to bring it yourself because your politicians ain't doing it. Uh, they're just not doing it. You're going to have to bring it. And the Constitution affords for that. Article 1, Section 8, Clause 15, and 16 is also listed in there. But 15 is very clear. The people who enforce the laws of the union... Under our Constitution, are you and me, fellas? It's it's the guys. It's the men, the militia. They're the ones to enforce the law, put down insurrections, repel invasions. And so we want to encourage you to do that. Now, before I bring on our guest here, I got one video I'm going to play. And I th I'm going to I'm going to ask our guest in just a minute what he thinks of this. But this is a pregnant lady who and some of you may have seen the video, but she was a pregnant woman. She believed the propaganda that was given to her. And she took two doses of this experimental shot, right? I want you to listen to what she had to say. How can you miss someone you've never met? Because I need you now, but I don't know you yet. Can you find me soon because I'm in my head? GP said that it's highly recommended for pregnant women because the risk of getting COVID during pregnancy and having side effects and all this other stuff. Anyway, um, I got had my first dose and then three weeks later I had my second dose. Um, I had my second dose the day of that second scan. I have brought my photo to show you. This is... So, and she's showing a picture um, of her ultrasound. So this was on the 8th of December. 
and then on the 4th of January when we went to the hospital in WA is when we found out that he didn't have a heartbeat anymore. Um, and so for this scan, he was measuring um, 12 weeks and four days, which is, I think he was, we were 12 weeks and five days, but about right. Um, when they measured him, when we found out that he had passed away, um, he was measuring like just shy of 12 weeks, which is obviously smaller than that last scan. But at that point, um, he had, he had been dead for like three and a half weeks um inside me and my body like didn't know that he wasn't alive anymore if that doesn't disturb you that's one lady that's just one if that doesn't disturb you and stir you about what these criminals murderers conspirators are doing they're doing it years on they're not they haven't just gotten like a month down the road we're years on in this and they're still pushing this stuff and they're still lying to the people about what they're putting in their bodies and the people unaware unsuspecting thinking these people have their best interests at heart are telling them you've heard it from kate saturday after saturday after saturday for years now they never Never. They always kept this away from children. They always kept it away from pregnant women when they were experimenting. And it never was released or wasn't supposed to be released on the public as an experiment. This whole thing has been nothing but that. Now, that's that's what's going on. Now, let, let me let me see if we can bring that in here to uh, what we're going to be talking about today. Many of you are familiar with the World Health Organization. It's led by a guy who's not a medical doctor. Not that that really means anything anymore, because I think more and more people aren't trusting doctors or hospitals or any of this stuff. The only time they're going to go is if they're in some kind of catastrophic thing, which is, I, I think is actually a great thing. And the more people learn how to take care of their own bodies, uh, the better we are as a people. Uh, that's, that's part of, in my mind, that's one of those things that help keep us free. If we can take care of ourselves, we know how to treat ourselves. Now, yesterday I said, uh, leading up to the show, I said, watch this video with Alex Newman and a guest he had. And uh, I said, uh, Alex said that, and Alex is a, obviously a friend of ours, but uh, one of the things he said was he's the smartest guy on the, on the earth. He didn't say that. I, it was late at night. I'm not going to try to give excuses. It was late at night. My brain turns to mush. But I, I said, and I went back and listened to it again last night. And uh, that's not what he said. He said, if you want to know the World Health Organization, if you want to know what's going on with this new treaty that's out, this is the guy to go to. He's the most knowledgeable on the earth. That's I think that's how Alex put Alex put it. So I wanted to correct that because Alex may see that video and go, I didn't say that. And uh, when I told our guest this uh, this morning, he kind of chuckled. He goes, oh, I'm far from that. Uh, so that shows you that I'm definitely not the smartest guy on the earth. That's for sure. Uh, but it's my privilege to welcome to the Sons of Liberty. First time here, uh, James Roguski. And uh, James, it's great to see you. Great to have you. And you're up early on the West Coast there, brother. Uh, well, you know, you gave me an gave me an opportunity to talk at you, and so uh, <laughs> here I am, and and so um, I'll, I'll temper that all a little bit um, because he, he, here's a clue as to how smart I am. Okay, um, I'm going to lead off this show by giving everybody my phone number. My phone number is three one zero 
619-309-3055. Don't call me right now at this moment because we're doing the show. But um, anytime, any day, um, give me a phone call. I turn my phone off when I go to sleep, so don't worry about disturbing me. This is that important to me. So I will say I'm probably the most focused human being on this particular issue on the planet. I haven't met anybody who's more concerned about it than I am. Um, but if you're also um, you know, concerned about this, by all means, get in touch with me because there is a lot of work that needs to be done to wake people up. Um, man, you let in with a tearjerker. I, you know, I can't even come. How, how do you touch, um, you know, a, a, a woman losing her um, unborn child? Um, I'll just say this: It sounds like from what was said in in that video with the timeline that that was approximately a year ago. Okay, well, a little bit more than a year ago. Um, they, meaning, you know, the infamous they, right? You know, the powers that be. Um, in September of September second of twenty twenty one, they at the CDC changed the definition of the word vaccine because they knew it wasn't working. The definition of a vaccine prior to September second, twenty twenty one, was something that gave you immunity, and they changed it to mean something that gives you an immune response. Well, you stick anything in a hypodermic needle and stick it in your arm, you're going to get an immune response. So chicken soup in a hypodermic, you know, is going to give you an immune response. You could say that's a vaccine. They knew it wasn't meeting the criteria. So rather than admit that they had just absolutely failed, right, forget about the safety aspect. It just wasn't doing the job. They just changed the name. And sometime right around there, um, the New England Journal of Medicine uh, published statistics where they, they did a really good job of hiding it right in plain sight in the stats that 82% of women who got the jab in the first two trimesters lost their, lost their unborn child. And, and so the doctor who told her that that was safe was clearly not reading the New England Journal of Medicine at the time. Um, you know, I knew that back in September of 2021 and could have, could have guessed it long before that. Um, and I recently reported on a study that they are still doing purposefully injecting pregnant women to, uh, in the attempt to impart um, uh, protection to their unborn child for something called RSV, respiratory syncytial virus. And I, I did a whole report on, you know, all of the side effects that, that have been named and, and clearly shown to have an impact on the mother and or the child, um, as opposed to these things not at all happening to people who got the placebo shot. And they say, you know, oh, it's 69% effective. Let's give it to everybody. Uh, they lie. It's a time of deception. Uh I'm just, all I'm doing with the WHO is reading their documents and trying to shed some light, shine some light on what they are telling you they plan to do to you and how they plan to control your life uh, as soon as they possibly can. Yeah, and you, you're actually writing on this stuff on your website, uh, which is jamesroguski.substack.com. And uh, you've you've had something up here now by the World Health Organization, the proposed amendments to the uh, what is it, the international treaty that they've got there 
<clears throat> excuse me, international health regulations, which is going to be tied up in their treaty. Uh, the, here's the question that I have, and I'm sure you you're, you can address this. What business does some outside <laughs> entity that's an offshoot of the United Nations that's funded by people like Bill Gates, uh, who uh, basically allows other politicians or encourages other politicians to rob their people to donate to his foundation so he can, quote, invest in this at a 20 to 1 you know, return uh, on his on the, on his quote unquote his investment, which is really the the money that's stolen from the people. What's what's your take on uh, them dictating to anybody anything? They're they're the people don't even have a voice in that. They don't have they're not casting a vote to say, hey, yeah, we'd like terrorist Teddy, who we know basically bankrupt his country. He was in uh, over this kind of stuff that he was that he was a known terrorist. Why are why are we letting somebody like that dictate to us our bodily autonomy? Why, why would people go along with that? Well, I think you said at the beginning, um, you know, what business is it of theirs, you know, to stick their nose into our business? Well, it, it's whatever you will allow them to do. And, you know, you did say earlier on in the show, um, you know, don't expect your politicians to protect you. Um, your rights and... You know, I'll, I'll wax a little philosophical here and, you know, um, shoot me down if you care to. But um, okay. my my feeling is that, you know, when you agree with your creator to show up on this planet, uh, somehow I think everybody knows that things on this planet are, are wonderful, but they can also be very harsh. And, and the deal that everyone cuts, you know, and, and you get your certain birth rights. You go, look, I'm not going down to that place unless I am given certain rights. You, you, you have a right over your bodily autonomy. You, you have a right to make certain choices with your free will. Um, but everyone else, you know, has those same rights. And you also have the right to be ill-informed and give up those rights and freedoms temporarily until you wake up and you go, well, no, wait a minute. My birthright is such that I have unalienable rights. And it seems like people just need to relearn what unalienable means. Even if you lose your mind and you forget for a moment that, you know, oh, you think someone else has authority over you and, and you falsely believe that they can tell you what to do within your own life, okay? You can forget that, but then you can remember it again, and those rights are still yours. Just because you might have forgotten and given right. them up for a little while doesn't mean you can't get them right back as soon as you wake up from your deception. And, man, if, you know, if, if it's prophecy that at the end of the times there's going to be a time of deception, I can't imagine you know, a time other than this where people could be more deceived. I suppose it could get worse, but I think it's pretty much bad enough where really what the WHO, I often refer to Tedros as the dictator general of the World Hypnosis Organization, <laughs> because yeah. if, if you actually read their, um, the World Health Organization Constitution, right, Article 23 gives them the power to make recommendations. Well, big whoop-de-doo. You know, your neighbor can make recommendations, your in-laws can make recommendations, people you know and love can make recommendations. If, if they're wise and their recommendations have, you know, held water in the past and, and they've given you good advice, follow their recommendations. You know, even a clock is right twice a day, you know, broken clock is right twice a day. 
sometimes the WHO comes out and they say things and I'm like, oh, darn it. You know, I agree with that. Right. But then they'll say something else and you're like, well, that's ridiculous. Right. You get to pick and choose what you feel is appropriate recommendations. Well, what they're trying to do, and just to clarify, there's two separate paths that they're pursuing. One of them, which I'm very concerned about, is they're trying to amend the international health regulations, which is an existing um, international law. It's actually been around for centuries. It's had that name since 1969, and it went through a bunch of amendments in 2005. The United States um, uh, accepted it in 2007. And people need to know that on page 60 of that document, when the United States, you know, the federal government, the, the ambassador to Geneva, the mission to Geneva, accepted it on behalf of the United States, they put in what's called a reservation. And they go, yeah, 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 you know, okay, we're accepting this, but the federal government isn't really in charge of health in the United States. The states and the people are. So, you know, we'll do what we can do to um, adhere to these uh, uh, um, amendments to the regulations back in 2005, but it's really up to the states, okay? And so they clearly know that they do not have the authority to give over to the WHO, that it's actually the individual 50 states of the United States that have the final say in this. And so one of the things that people need to do is get on your state, in addition to Congress, to just get us out of the WHO. That's another story I'll get to in just a second. You need to get into the face of your state representative, your state assembly or state senate, by whatever name it's called in your state, and, and, and go, look, they don't have authority over me as a human being. They don't have authority over our state. The only thing they have is bribery and extortion. And so what the federal government does and what all these other groups do is, you know, they get their hands on gobs of money that they print or just digitally create or, you know, steal from you through tax money. And if, if a smaller level governmental organization um, wants that money, all right, then they have to comply. A lot of people have seen that with school boards. Schools are doing some of the craziest things to their kids. And, and when, when parents actually really get into it, what they're seeing is that, well, you know, the schools don't have any authority to do that. They're only doing it because it's tied to federal grant money. And that if they don't push for mask wearing and vaccines and all that sort of stuff, then the, the money doesn't show up. So, you know, ultimately. It's so it's the really strings. It's the strings that are attached to money. That's what's doing this. And, and so, you know, on the WHO level, okay, they're up in their game uh, a couple of orders of magnitude. It used to be, it was originally, you know, the concept was that whatever the member nations were, they would have assessments, right? You know, like you get a tax assessor come and look at your house or something, and, and you pay a tax. Well, the nations would pay assessed dues to the WHO. But then sometime after SARS-1 and 9-11 and, and early 2000s, the, the individual nations weren't really happy with the WHO, and they really didn't want to give more money. They didn't want to approve giving them more money. And, and so what started to happen was they said, well, we'll pay our small assessment, and we'll give you some more money, but you've got to do what we want you to do with that money because we don't like what you're doing with it when it's just going into the general fund.
and and then they started accepting money from groups like Bill and Melinda Gates. And interestingly enough, the Rotary International um, has donated hundreds of millions of dollars. Really? Oh, when you start looking through the list, you start scratching your head. Um, you know, I know the like, AI, the AARP has also donated in there as well, haven't they? And 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 so you know, do you know anybody who gives away money and doesn't want something in return? I mean, maybe, but not not so much. But the WHO, it's really interesting when you read their stuff because they've actually published on their website. Well, you know, um, getting all this money from these organizations and from nations who are donating extra but putting strings on it, you know, that's not really what we want. That's really not great. We, we want a different structure. But their f phrase that they use is they want a different global health architecture, okay? They want to build a new building, you know, metaphorically, right? And so what they've done recently is, uh, and this was announced at the G20 uh, summit in Bali in Indonesia, um, many people may have seen the Indonesian health minister, who's not a doctor, he's a banker, okay? Many, many people may have seen the clip of him saying that Indonesia was very proud and happy that they had submitted amendments to the uh, international health regulations to institute a global health certificate. And as soon as I heard that, you know, I knew what was coming because I knew what was already in what I call the international surveillance regulations, because they're not about health, they're all about surveillance. But he then went on, and most people didn't watch the whole thing and get this clip, which he said, look, we've got this $10 billion fund yearly, and it's a great business opportunity. So, you know, get into the business of making the products that nations buy to respond to a pandemic and, and, you know, it's going to be a very profitable business venture. Go invest. And, and so we are never, ever, ever going to get rid of pandemics so long as they're a profit center for organizations who have the power to declare what they call, because pandemic is not a legally defined word. They refer to it as a pharmaceutical. I'm sorry. That's my word for it. It's, it's so ingrained in me. Now it comes out first. Um, a, <laughs> A, a public health emergency of international concern, P-H-E-I-C, or fake. So, I mean, I kid you not, they declare a fake, and what they want to be able to do is have this big pot of money sitting out there. They haven't defined in any of their documents how that $10 billion a year is going to be channeled to their buddies, right, in what I call the other fake, which is the pharmaceutical hospital emergency industrial complex. Pharmacy, hospital, and emergency preparedness material, right? They want to have it so that when the director general or any of the regional directors says, oh, there's an emergency, okay? Just because they say so, there's an emergency. There's no like real um, criteria. Um, Actually, of, of all the nations, I think it was, um, um, well, you know, I have to look to see which nation it was, but um, they're trying to get the criteria a little tighter so that they can't just say it's a um, pharmaceutical uh, hospital emergency industrial complex event to get the money flowing. But as soon as they say that is the case, they want to give Tetros the power to have an allocation plan which is essentially giving him control of the 
means of production around the world to say to country A, your manufacturers have to make this and give it and ship it to con country B because they need it. And, and he's just going to be the commander of, you know, all things production wise that are supposedly going to help with whatever the emergency situation may be. Well, you know, we saw what they did. They, they don't talk about anything related to health. Doctors are not involved in these discussions. There's not people saying, well, you know, we need to have the freedom to treat people early and use nutrition and vitamins and herbs and minerals and, and essential medications and, you know, pay attention to what works and what doesn't work and have the flexibility to adjust to it. No, it's going to be dictated by a bureaucrat in Geneva who's not elected, is given tons of money, and the laws are, you know, they want to change the laws so that what used to be really bad recommendations are now going to be really bad orders. James, and let me, I, let me, you know, I don't, I don't go for that. I'm, I'm, I'm just not okay with that. Yeah. I, well, I don't, I don't think anybody should be okay with that, but here's what we're finding. You know, when you go to the new Testament, one of the things you see the apostle Paul write is he says the law is for, and he lists a long list of lawbreakers. That's what the law is for. It's for lawbreakers. It's not to take people who aren't breaking God's moral law and then somehow cage them in what man thinks is best for his fellow man. That's not what law is for. Law is to reflect what the creator has given us. And we like to refer to what you were saying there is for vitamins and nutrition and stuff like that as creation based medicine. What the creator gave us, Genesis chapter one, he gave us all these seed bearing plants, the herbs, the the fruits and the trees and all of these things. And they're good for us. We what we've been deprived of, at least in this country, and I'm sure several other countries in the West, is we've been deprived from high nutrition foods and encouraged to eat for lack of a better term, the crap that they they give us, the processed foods, the hormone-injected stuff, and all of this other stuff that's caused problems for more than 100 years here in this country. And it's gotten worse as it's gone on. You were making mention of, and I want to get to some things you brought out in your, in your article so people will see some of the things you're talking about as far as what the who is doing. But you were talking about a time of deception. Yeah, there's a time of deception here. But we've had deception. I mean, think about... The fact that men actually looked at other men as gods, whether it's the Caesars, the Pharaohs, some people look at their president almost like that. Uh, they, they give very language and adoration very much like that. Some people look to the Pope that way. Here's, here's one of the, the, the articles, um, the amendments that's, this proposed here. You got this in your article and you guys who are on the, on the video chat programs or pro, uh, platforms. I've dropped that in there so you can read James's article here, and we'll have it in the archive for those of you listening by way of Red State Talk Radio. This is Article 3 uh, principles. This is what they're looking to change. Now, it previously said, the implementation of these regulations shall be with full respect for the dignity, human rights, and fundamental freedoms of persons. What they want to do is they want to take out with full respect for the dignity, human rights, and fundamental freedoms of persons, and they want to put in the implementation of these regulations shall be based on the principles of equity. Oh, we've been hearing that that talked about uh, with the whole sodomite agenda and trying to equalize marriage and things of that nature. Uh, so they're based on the principles of equity, inclusivity, coherence, and in accordance with their common but differentiated responsibilities of the state's parties, taking into consideration their social and economic development. Now, James, 
What's your take on that? You've got some comments here. What's your take on that particular amendment? Um, you know, I would love to be able to hear the thoughts in the minds of everybody who just heard you read what you just read because they're going, oh, you've got to be kidding me, right? Um, when I, 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 I will give um, all of the slack in the world to everyone who has not read the international health regulations because a year ago, I didn't even know they existed. Okay, so when I first, you know, found out what was going on earlier in the year and I dug up the international health regulations and I read them for the first time and I read what's currently there, I was like, well, these aren't so bad, right? They have to be implemented with the full respect for dignity, human rights and and fundamental freedoms. And it stops there. You're like, well, that's okay, Right. So literally, when I was reading these amendments and I saw that that was crossed out, I, I almost had an out-of-body experience. I saw myself with my jaw hanging open going, I, I can't believe, you know, I actually see this as a gift from God who's come down through Satan, through the, you know, WHO to me so that I can show people, look, they are so blatantly out of their minds evil that they could just cross out dignity, um, human rights, and fundamental freedoms. That sets the tone for everything that follows. Now, the couple of sentences that immediately follow, equity, inclusivity, differentiated but common uh, responsibilities, and, and everything else that's there, please realize that they don't define those terms. So at the moment, those terms can mean whatever the heck it is they want them to mean. Okay. Well, when I hear the word equity, um, if you're talking to anybody in the financial world, that means money. And, and all you ever have to do is follow the money. They talk about um, social equity or gender equity or racial equity. And, and really what they're, what they're really talking about here is equity in the sense that the wealthy nations bought up 10 times as many injections as they needed because they had the money to do so out of the gate. They funded, you know, a lot of the production, the Defense Department put a lot of money into all of this. And so European Union, Israel, um, UK, uh, Australia, Canada, the United States bought up way more um, injections than anybody ever needed. We didn't need any of them, really. And, and so the poorer nations are looking at that going, well, you guys are greedy. You took all that for yourself. We're not getting our fair share. And so the equity that they are actually referring to is they want more poisonous jabs. And, and you just go, wait a minute. When you look at the statistics, people who have gotten these more jabs, you know, count your blessings that you didn't get as many of them as you wanted. Because, quite frankly, the people in those nations were smart enough to not take them because, quite frankly, the, the less um, aware people in nations like the United States went and got all their shots. People in the poorer nations, many of them, saw that it wasn't working. It was actually having a negative impact. But yet what's happened is the powers that be in the nations who have less money realize the game that's being played. They've got these billion-dollar funds that are going to be allocated to the people who play the game, right? If you vote yes to give power to the WHO, you're going to be in line to get funding 
that leads to corruption. It's really money laundering and, and it's investing in the pharmaceutical hospital emergency industrial complex so that there's contracts and you know high paying jobs and, and investment in money flow. And, and that's what they really mean by equity is they want the money showing up on their doorstep so that they can have it um, for themselves. And, and so everything else that follows in this 46 page document is not about health. I actually call them the international surveillance regulations. It's all about pay, you know, just watching over everything that everyone does, having access to your personal private health records, whether it's on a, a phone with a QR code or just stamped on an identification card, or really, quite frankly, just a QR code stamped on a piece of paper is all they need. So they can access your health records so, because they want every nation to have interoperability with their health database systems. So wherever you are on the planet, they can just, you know, scan the QR code and, and look to see if you've taken the drugs or done the therapy or had the injections or God knows whatever else they might want to do to you. Um, and then they can control some aspect of your life. You can't travel, you can't shop, you can't go here, you can't go there. Um, and, and if they really get it sophisticated, with you know geolocation on a cell phone if you were just any you know in some area where somebody might have maybe been sick and then they go well you know our system says you might have come across something boom you're in quarantine and they've passed laws like that in western australia they've tried to you know, put in regulations like that in new york and south africa um it's global totalitarian dictatorship which is what they're trying to do and that's just one track. At the same time, they're trying to put forth a pandemic treaty, which goes even further and wants to control not just human health, but you, the health of your pets. They want to be able to tell you what you can and can't do with a pet. Um, domestic farm animals, cows and pigs and chickens and everything else. Um, wild animals, agriculture and, and you know nature in general. Your children? Don't even get me started. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. And 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 so what they want is not to be focused on one's health, meaning each individual person doing what's right for them with whom, whomever they take advice from. Um, they want one health, which is to control everybody's health, the entire planet in every way imaginable. You know, uh, given their open-ended definitions. Um, any aspect of life can be related to health and so they want to control it and so now is a really good time to wake up and pay attention is all i can say um you know they dropped all this information the day after thanksgiving and you know through the christmas holidays and and so you know people are busy and distracted and you know there's many distractions in life that are valid you have to live your life you have to pay attention to your family and things that are important in your life uh, but this is going on, you know, every day um, on the second week of January from the 9th to the 13th, the International Health Regulations Review Committee is going to be meeting in a secret, confidential, you know, week-long series of meetings because they want to submit these uh, amendments to the World Health Organization by January 15th. And they they keep saying i mean i'll just be straight up they keep saying 
oh no, we're not going to do any of that until 2024. And every May, at the end of May, the last week of May, the internet, uh, the World Health Organization um, has a convention, if you will. It's the World Health Assembly. And all of the nations meet in Geneva the last week of May in 2022, when Biden's administration had submitted proposed amendments. They literally just got kicked to the curb. They didn't even talk about them, okay? Because they, they knew that they're gonna, they were going to come back around and, and start up this whole process again this year. And so you know, my concern, my suspicion, is that they're really trying to push this thing through, like the Indonesian health minister said, to institute these um, global vax passport um, this coming May. And, and so... It, now, let me let me ask you something about that right there, uh, because we've seen this in other countries. We saw Italy. We even saw the people who got their their green card passports. They were taking and burning them because they didn't think it was right that other people were being limited just because they didn't take the shot. They took it, but they didn't they didn't think that was right. So they even went and burned their passports. Now, most people are hearing, well, if you do an international travel, well, what we've had in this country is what was it last year or the year before that my time goes by really fast. But they they want you to get your driver's license as a real ID. It's not anything really any different than what you're doing. They call it a real ID. And you had to have that for domestic flights. Domestic flights here in the US. They were going to put that on. Right. So or, or they're to wanting to get into public buildings. Yeah. So when like you that. when you're talking about the control they want, they want control over your movements, where you're going, whether whether or not you're going to buy something. I think this is part of where the whole social credit system is is trying to advance. Uh, to basically say, if you're going to be a dissenter, we're not just going to silence you on social media. We're going to do everything to silence you permanently from even influencing somebody in your community that you talk to. We're not going to give you an outlet for you know you to to uh, to to get your food. We're not going to give you anything to where you can be able to pay the bills and and things that have been put on you. And then we're going to come in. We're going to take your property. You know, this is where you're going to own nothing and be happy, kind of you know, spiel. But what I want to do is I want to, I want to get to this, this issue that you've got. You've got top 10 reasons to reject the proposed amendments to the international health regulations. This is on, uh, this is in your article. You guys have it in the, the link in the video chat on the platforms there. Can you kind of hit these real quickly to, to give some of these instances? You're kind of, you're kind of glazing on that now, but can you kind of point people as to, I think most people would get it that, one, this is a, a an organization that isn't a part of our country. Uh, it, we don't have elected people representing us, and we're finding out now, or we, we've been seeing for decades, that even when we do elect them, they don't they don't follow the rules of our constitution, and they certainly don't follow what the scriptures give us uh, in regard to this. And I think this is part of God's judgment when we talk about Deuteronomy twenty eight. We see Him doing bringing these things. He uses wicked men to do it because the people have forgotten Him. Uh, whereas we should be those in Psalm 91 who hide ourselves in the shadow of the Almighty, and He protects us from things like the pestilence and stuff. Uh, we've we've went to man. We, we've continually poured money in this medical tyranny system these to these sorcerers, and we're we're reaping what we've sown there. What are these ten things? Can you kind of hit these in the next uh, I don't know ten minutes or so, uh, and kind of elaborate a little bit on it? If we need to go over, we can do that as well. Okay. Well, I'm smiling because I'm actually working on the top 100. Because, okay. <laughs> um, I I think I put that out um, like within two or three days of having gotten the opportunity to see the 46 page document, 
And so I, you know, I printed out that 46 page document. They also have 197 page, the original submissions from all of the nations, you know, on the, that, that submitted proposed amendments. And, and so every time I look at it, I'm like, oh, well, there's another one and there's another one and there's another one. Um, uh, of those 10, you know, the first one we already talked about, it's like, oh, your dignity, your human rights and your fundamental freedoms. Eh, you know, get those pesky things out of here. We don't need those. Um, a lot more power, which we already discussed um, with the director general being given the power to just declare emergencies and direct where materiel, you know, are directed. This nation has to make this and that and the other thing and send it to that nation. The regional directors being given more power. Probably the most important piece of it is that anything that would have been a recommendation um, now becomes a legally binding order, right? And so if you just look at that, that's really probably the worst aspect of it, that um, they've made recommendations all over the place. Some of them have been good. A lot of them have been horrible. But now you have to, okay? It's an order as opposed to a recommendation. That's really the, the troublesome aspect of it. Tying all of that in with an invasion of your privacy by mandating that all of the nations put their health database system into an interoperable global system where wherever you are, you have to use this QR code to do whatever it is you do in life. And if you haven't met their health criteria of taking a drug or a therapy or, or whatever, they, and it's not just a vaccine passport, they want to have a health certificate, they want to have a prophylaxis or preventative certificate they want to have a recovery certificate you know they just they just want to be able to dictate what you do to your own body in terms of you know health related anything um and you know they're changing the uh triggers that could cause them to say there is an emergency um it, it just goes on and on and on and on and on to the point where literally i've got I'm working on it. It's taken a little while, but I, I'm one of the next articles I hope to come out with is a hundred reasons why we should stop the amendments. We should stop the treaty, and and quite frankly, we should exit the WHO because at at, at one point you look at it and you go, I'm not going to nitpick about this detail or that detail. Why am I even involved with this evil organization? We need to leave. You know, if you're trying to work with someone who's involved in a criminal venture, okay, if, if you're working with them, you're part of it. So if we're part of the WHO as a nation, right, we're contributing to that because we're part of it. That's right. And yep. So we just need to leave, right? You know, on, on one level, you can look at it and, and, and you can just very much simplify it and go, you know, and, and please don't take my word for it. Go read the document, you know, see what they're actually saying in their own words and satisfy because I don't do I, I don't do speculation. I don't do character assassination. I don't do any of that stuff. All I've been doing is like, hey, here's their document. Here's what they're telling you that they plan to do to you. I'm just showing you how to find it. Go read it for yourself. Make your own determination. And And at some point you just look at it and you go, what am I doing here? If, if you've ever known anybody who got themselves into a really bad relationship, okay, people have trouble getting out 
of really bad relationships. They always think that the other person is going to change. They're going to be able to change them. They're going to be able to, you know, stop the abuse. We're, we are in an abusive relationship That's with right. the WHO. Yep. We need a divorce. Okay. And it's not like we pledged before God that we were always and forever going to be betrothed to the WHO. When Harry Truman signed the joint declaration that Congress passed back in 1948, June 14th, 1948, there's a couple of um, sections in that resolution. One of them was absolutely nothing that the WHO would ever proclaim made it so that we were obligated to do what they said. I mean, that's in the document that got us into this in the first place. You guys, we're here to help. You know, back in 1948, the world was recovering from World War II. We're here to help. We want to improve health around the world. But you can't tell us what to do, right? You know, very classic American attitude, right? But the other section said, look, um, at any point in time, we'll be nice. We'll give you a one-year notice. But if we want out, we're leaving. We'll pay any money that we may owe. But all we have to do is write a letter and go, look, we're out of here. Okay. And quite frankly, that applies to any treaty, anybody, anywhere, any nation. What every nation needs to do is look at the WHO and say, well, you know, it might have started out with some people having some good intentions. But they've gone way beyond, you know, sanitation rules and, you know, indoor plumbing and, and, and you know, general health things like cholera and, and so forth. They're but James, spending money. They're James. spending money on all the wrong things. They're not actually improving the health of people. They're killing people. Yeah. We need to leave. We need to leave. That's all there is to it. Yeah. But even even at that, let's let's get this. Let's get this right here. Even with those good intentions, they don't have the right to tell somebody else, you must live this way. And if you don't live this way, we're going to come put you in jail. We're not going to let you work. We're not going to let you do all these kinds of things. This is part of the problem. But you've got the right solution. It's decentralization. The who is centralized. So is the United Nations. Both of them need to be abolished. They need to be defunded. They need they, The UN needs to be kicked off our soil. They, they are godless. Every one of their leaders has been a communist or a socialist, never a liberty-minded person at all. Uh, we give them money. We know the corruption they're involved in. We know the child trafficking they're involved in. We know all this you know, experimentation that they do, and they do it all for the love of money and for the control of their fellow man. They're, they're nothing more than the guy uh, Nimrod there that you read about in the book of Genesis uh, who's building the Tower of Babel. They want to save themselves because they have no future apart from uh, what they perceive as trying to live eternally through this transhumanism stuff and and all kinds of you know freezing your body and transplanting your head and doing all this weird stuff that they want to do instead of looking to the Christ who gave himself so that men might have eternal life. And so with that said, I think you're exactly right. There has to be a divorce. There has to be a secession, a breaking away from that. And it's not just from there. I've said we've got to secede from D.C., because DC is the one letting all this stuff happen. And so I want to ask you this. We got about three and a half minutes. How many people do you know who are alleged representatives in DC who are behind this? They 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 back it. Um, you know, when you first started to ask me that question, I thought you were going to say, How many people do I know that could be counted on to push back? Oh, okay. It? Yeah, let okay. us know that too. <laughs> um and 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 so um uh, I'm an optimist and um 
I, I believe in fairness. And so when you go to StopTheAmendments.com, there are actually 14 different actions that you can take. And some of them, I, I hope, make it easy. Um, you can push a button and send an email to every single member of Congress. Okay. Well, you know what? Wait until Tuesday to do that or Wednesday because we'll have a whole bunch of new jokers in, in Congress. Um, some of them change, but they all stay the same. In the past year or so, there have been numerous bills that have been proposed in the current Congress. And so the people who sponsored or co-sponsored those bills to defund the WHO, leave the WHO, leave the UN, and, and various other and you know sundry things very similar to that, um, anti-vaccine passport, so forth and so on, those people are at least on, on the edge of it seems like they would be allies in this, right? And so what I'm asking everyone to do is, you know, step number one, realize that you can't blame for you can't blame somebody for something of which they are unaware. And the WHO has been trying really hard to keep the secret. So job number one as as a uh, you know just a human being is to say to anyone in office, look, I'm bringing you information that I need to be certain that I know you have it. So I'm giving it to your office. Now I know you have it. Give them a couple of days, look it over, get back at them and go, look, I know you have that information because I gave it to you, right? I need to know what your attitude, your opinion, your stance, your position is on that. Are you for it or are you against it? Ask them, okay? And based on their answer, I do believe yeah, 5% of them will go, oh, my God, thanks for letting me know. This is horrible. We got to do something about this. And, you know, maybe they mean it, right? Um, start with the people who are your allies and work with them to grow that base of support to get us the heck out of the WHO. There are people who will look at that and go, oh, yeah, this is wonderful. You know, yes, they should be in charge of everything. And you'll just go, oh, my God, you know, this, this person is out of their mind. Yeah. Okay. James, don't, let me, let don't, me interrupt don't take you. My, yeah. Don't take my word for it. You, you contact them yeah. and you give them the information. You know they have it. You, you ask them. You put them on the spot. You go, yep. what is your response? And then you, you determine your reaction with them. Hold that, hold that thought a second. You got 10 seconds. Tell people where they can read more about your work, where they can find you at. And then we'll carry you over for a few minutes. StopTheAmendments.com okay. and 310-619-3055, com. Okay. All right, James, hang on. We're going to pick you up after this. If you want to finish the rest of the interview with us, guys, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. You go to BeforeIt'sNews.com or any of the other places we mentioned the first of the show. Bradley, be with you at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and we'll talk to you in the morning with Kate Shimarani, 8 a.m. Lord willing, see you. All right. I want to welcome everybody coming over from Red State Talk Radio. And, you know, um, I don't know. It may be something with my system that blocks certain things, but I went to stop the, the amendments.com. And it, like I say, I, this is what I got. It's blocked. But this is this is Plume, which is the the, the Wi-Fi stuff that uh, that we have here that the guys gave us. Um, all, yeah. all stop the amendments.com is is a domain that's easy to remember. It redirects okay. to jamesregusky.substack.com. So if you go to. So if you go to jamesrogusky.substack.com, the only problem with that is people can't spell my name, R-O-G-U-S-K-I. <laughs> um, and so if you can 
write down and remember a phone number, you know, I'll walk you in the front door. Um, 310-619-3055. I mean, it's, it's that important to me. You know, I get phone calls every day, all day long. And I've met some of the most amazing, wonderful people all over the world because this is not just about the United States. That's right. Um, and if I can dive down that portion of the rabbit hole, please, e- even if our Congress woke up and we reached each and every one of them and they demanded that the Biden administration get us out of the WHO and we just left forever. OK, if the whole rest of the world is taken on by this, you know, quite frankly, evil uh, attempt to take over the world. Well, then we're trapped here because we're not going to have a digital um, global health certificate. Where are we going to be able to go? Right? It's not just the United States, it's humanity that is at risk right now. And so, you know, I've made a lot of friends all over the place in Australia and Canada, New Zealand, South Africa, you know, Ecuador, you name it, Europe, UK. Um, Yes, we've got to fix the United States, but that's not enough. Okay, it, this is this is a attempted global takeover. You know, it, it's kind of like back in World War II. Not that I was alive, but it, it would have been as if we had said, "Eh, you know, uh, Adolf Hitler, he can have the whole rest of the world. We're happy here in the United States." Um, that's not good enough. You know, every every man, woman, and child on the planet is our you know brothers and sisters. We're going to let them all live in tyranny and and say we're okay just because, you know, we kicked them out. Um, This is a global battle. And we've got to we've got to realize it's not just, you know, little old us here in the United States. Yeah. And I I think one of the things that that happens and when we get to talking about the money, this is where it kind of goes. We see we do see what you're talking about, an equity issue where there's a, a transfer of wealth from very wealthy nations to those who are poor. Now, the Bible says, and I know the UN, you know, they want to end poverty. Well, it's lofty. All of us would love to end poverty. But Jesus said himself, he says, the poor you have with you always. And why do you have the poor with you? Is it because God is somehow trying to be nasty to the, the poor people? No, that's not what it is. It's so that those that he has blessed can voluntarily, not through government force, not through theft or any of this stuff, but so they can actually demonstrate real charity or charity is love for those people who've been dumbed down by the system. That is how you demonstrate love is by your by your own individual um, uh, compassion for your fellow man. If that's money or if it's, you know, I've been reading some of the chat here. Salt's talking about taking care of somebody that wasn't even part of his family who was older. You know, we haven't been taught to do that, yet the scripture says that we're to take care of our widows, And if we don't take care of our own widows, we're worse than an unbeliever and an infidel. We've denied the faith. And people go, but I believe in Jesus. I ask Jesus in my heart. Well, if you're not taking care of your widows, if you're not honoring mom and dad, your faith is worth squat. It's as worth as much as the the demons who believe in God, and yet they tremble. Uh, A sound doctrine produces sound practice. And so this is part of the thing. I believe we ought to, you know, look out for our fellow man, too. But the but this idea of you know trying to bring us under a hierarchy of people we know are criminals. They they've wasted money. They've stolen it. They have pushed poisons and told us it was safe and effective and all of this kind of stuff. That's not what we're to be about. In fact, I wonder at times 
why, you know, well, I know why, because we got corrupt people in DC, but why, why Navy SEALs haven't been targeting the World Health Organization or the United Nations or any of these other conglomerates that spin off of them, that all they're seeking to do is terrorize and, and enforce tyranny on the people for one reason or another. And, you know, we've got, We've got to put an end to them. This isn't just a thing of saying, hey, can you vote this down? Because we know what that does, James. That just that just allows them to come back two or three years later, and they'll come in with different words, different language to try to schmooze the people into what they want them to do. So what is something the people can do? I mean, I'm I promote the the thing where you're you're dealing in your local community. You're you're building the men up, especially. Um, and I know some people have a problem with that. They think I'm sexist or misogynist. I'm, it's not that at all. I think men were given authority in the earth. I think men were to be the protectors and the providers for their families. They're to be ones who the Bible says love their wives, even to the point of giving their life for them. Uh, they're to do the same thing in teaching their children and all of that, because this is where we start. We start with us in self-government. That's demonstrated in our homes as husbands and, and fathers. Uh, we move that even into the realm of the church of, of God, and I'm talking about the real church of God here, uh, that we learn to govern ourselves as a body, uh, not infringing on each other's liberties, but loving one another in the fear of the Lord. And then if you do have a civil government, I think it ought to be pretty small. What we see in the Old Testament is you got a couple of judges, and that's to, that's to sort things out that you can't sort yourself or that the church can't help you sort. And we, we've grown it into this monster, this beast, as the Bible uses the language. And it's, it's going to devour us if we don't put a stop to it. So I, you I know, I'm looking for those practical things that, that the people can do instead of saying, hey, this is great information. It's a, it's a little bit concerning. Well, it's not a little bit concerning. It's a lot concerning. What, am I, what do I do about it? Um, if I may, I don't know how much time we have. Um, Please take I, all um, you need. Okay. I'll, I'll try to break it down into um, two perspectives, okay? One is like, you know, physical boots on the ground. What can you do um, taking action in the physical world? But, you know, really it's all dependent on a more spiritual, um, philosophical um, belief. You know, what is it you believe? Because that's really what guides what you do in the physical world, okay? And so in, in the physical world, um, I already mentioned earlier, um, you can go to jamesroguski.substack.com, look at the first article. You should be able to get there directly um, by going to stoptheamendments.com. There's 14 different things at the moment that you can do. Okay, try to make it easy. Um, you know, one of the one of the first ones gives you all in in one fell swoop the phone number for every member of Congress. Okay. And so get on the phone and make a phone call and make another one and make another one and make another one and make another one and go, look, um, are you aware that this is going on? Okay. Now realize if somebody picks up the phone or if you leave a message and they listen to the voice message, you're actually talking to a neighbor. You're talking to a fellow human being who happens to work in an office and their job is to answer the phone or, or get the voicemail or get the email or whatever it is that you send. They're just an employee of a congressperson. You know, you might get lucky. You might have a congressperson pick up the phone every now and then. But you're, you're, just be, you're going to be talking to somebody who's just like you. They have no idea. They have absolutely no idea that this is going on. They need to be educated. So step number one across the board, whether you're talking to your friend, your neighbor, your family, your, your coworker, 
um, just go, have you seen this? Have you seen that the WHO wants to wipe out respect for our dignity, our human rights, and our fundamental freedoms? It's unbelievable. Have you seen it? Okay. Because they haven't seen it. You can't blame somebody for being unaware. Sure. You have to blame, you have to blame yourself for not spreading the news, right? For not sharing that with them. Take this video and share it with everybody you know. If you don't spread the news, then you're part of the reason. You're the, you have a certain amount of blame. You are the censor if you don't take the link to this video and pick out your phone and start at A and end at Z and text message this link to absolutely everybody that you have a contact for. Text it to them, call them up. Hey, I sent you a text. I'm going to make sure you got it. Send them an email. Send them a you know private message on whatever social media thing you do. I, I, I laugh when I, I send somebody uh, something and I go, hey, you know, please share this. And literally, like five seconds later, they'll go, done. I was like, no, it takes like a week and a half to share anything with everybody you possibly can and make sure that they've seen it. Okay. And then you say, well, what's your opinion about this? And a certain percentage of them will say, I don't care. Okay. A certain percentage of them will be going, you know, I think that's a great idea. And, and another percentage of them will be like, oh my God, this is horrible. What are we going to do? Right. Identify your allies, identify the people who look at this and, and they're horrified. They should be horrified. Right. It, if you watch this video and you go sit back and you do nothing, you're part of the darn problem. Okay? I agree. So yep. step, step number one is spread the word. Make sure that everybody you could. I mean, is there somebody that you don't want to give this information to because you hate them and you don't want them to know what's coming? OK, that's not really very Christian. OK, tell absolutely everybody and then go beyond that. And tell people, you know, in office that you don't necessarily know, but you should. Okay. So step number one is is that, right? Um, I, ideally, right, you identify people. You know how Santa Claus has his nice list and his naughty list, right? How many people do you have on your nice list that you can even have a conversation about this kind of information? Okay. If you've got five, you know, good friends that you can talk to, count your blessings, right? But try to turn that into 50. Try to, try to build relationships with people that you can have a conversation about important, you know, global issues and, and not just have it all be blown off as, you know, just another thing they want to go watch the ball game instead. If you've got five good friends, count your blessings, try to make that be 50. And if you've got 50 good friends, try to make it 500 because that's, you know, that community that that network of friends and family that you can actually communicate with that's how things get done right if 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 i've got 10 people and you've got 10 people and they've got 10 people a couple of phone calls get made and you've got a thousand people ready to you know go take action to do something beneficial to humanity okay now on a on a, on a more spiritual level this all started for me back in january i was working in my yard Got a little food forest in my tiny little, I mean, I got a tiny little yard, right? And and so I stopped in the middle of it, and I literally just looked up to the heavens, and I said, God, if there's anything you want me to do, just let me know. I volunteer. I'll do it. And and here I find myself, 
Okay. Um, it wasn't like there was a bolt of lightning that came out of the sky and said, boom, this is what you're going to do. What happened was three weeks after that, I got an email from my decades long internet hosting provider. I had, you know, at least 10 websites with them and they were just all gone. They just wiped them off the internet. Just a decade worth of work, just kaput. Bye bye. Right. And I was, you know, surprised. But my first thought was, hmm, you know, I did ask for an assignment and that's the opposite of an assignment. Everything just went away. <laughs> I yeah. guess I, I guess maybe something else is coming. You know, one door closes, that door clearly closed immediately, got slammed shut. Um, you know, I had like six websites all dedicated to COVID related stuff and other things about health and politics and so forth. I, you know, I spent a decade of my life building that. It was gone in a flash. Okay. And a couple of weeks later, I wake up at four in the morning and I, I felt compelled to go search for something. And I found this document from the WHO that the Biden administration had um, submitted and never published on a government website, to my knowledge. It ended up showing up weeks later on the WHO website, but I found it on somebody's blog. It just said, you know, we, we obtained this document. I click on the link, I open up the document, I start reading it, and I got a shiver down my spine. I was like, oh, this is really something. And, you know, here I am um, doing something for this year of my life that if you had asked me a year ago, I, I, I would have never imagined that I would be down in, you know, the WHO wing of the rabbit hole of, you know, documentation trying to expose what they're doing to the world. Um, but I asked for it. So be careful what you ask for. Right. And and so yep. on, on, a, on a spiritual level, um, I, I think all of this is just to test each and every person, right? I'm, I'm up, you know, you didn't get me up, I got myself up, but you offered a chance for me to wake up at three in the morning and talk to you and your audience, and so here I am. And, and so I would be disappointed with myself if I didn't take advantage of the opportunity that you provided, okay? Yeah, and so each and, every, each and every one of us has an opportunity to do whatever the heck it is you can do. If, if you have an idea, of you know how can you help what can you do if it's as simple as you know calling everybody on the list of people that you have on your phone and saying hey i just saw something that's really important i'm going to send it to you i need you to give it as much attention as you possibly can and then i want to talk to you about it okay and then you call the next person, you call the next person. You'll be busy for the rest of your life, really, <laughs> calling calling people to yep. alert them to the problem. James. Then you, can call, then you can call your congressman, you can call your local, you know, I mean, spread yep. the word. Yeah. James, you know, th we got some comments in the uh, in the chat I was going to share with you. Uh, James, God got you up, son. He got you <laughs> up. He gave you, he gave you a mission and he gives you the strength to do that mission. Uh, somebody else says, uh, you're, this man is a, is a soldier. Uh, yeah, th this is, this is what we, this is what gets me sometimes. I, sometimes I get it. I know Bradley's made mention and people say, well, Tim, you ought to be doing this and you ought to be doing that. And, well, you know, I'm doing what you I do. do. I, I do what do. I do. But if God, if, if God's put that on your heart to tell me I need to be doing it, probably ought to look at that. If it's a concern for you, maybe that's, uh, some type of a ministry, if you will, or a place where you're supposed to be working in your sphere of influence 
to do that very thing. And I think that's what you've got. This is kind of falling in your lap. And you said, hey, I see this. This is an important thing. I want to get the message out. You're doing that. You've done several interviews. I, I mean, I, I saw on your on your webpage. Uh, on your on your Substack, right. that, actually, you know, I think it's I think it's well over three hundred. Yeah, I mean, you you've done a lot of interviews to yeah. to get the information out to the people, not to scare them, but to get them uh, educated on what's going on, so that they can act on it in their sphere of influence. And somewhere, and that's somewhere along the line. Yep. Um, I learned, I believe, a very simple way to pray, which is volunteer tell me what you want me to do ask for guidance okay instruction guidance whatever um you, you surrender your your time and your life to whatever the heck it is that may come um and and then pray for um strength and protection yeah it's and pretty so, simple it's pretty simple yeah. i mean look when when we see that the the jesus said the kingdom of god is is like a little child what does mm. a child do you know the child has a need and then he, he sees someone is due he gets he gets dad to kind of approve that, equip him. You know, my son wanted a BB gun for, for Christmas. So we got a BB gun. Uh, and, and dad, you know, dad said, okay, we can do, we can, we can get a BB gun. Mom bought it and we took it out the other day and shot it. Did really well. I should show you his little target. He did pretty good. He got a little bullseye about like that. And most all the shots went in there. Some of them just completely missed, but I think it took him a little. It's a little bit bigger than he is. But it, it, the point is he asked for it, then he got it, then dad comes and helps him utilize that skill. That's what you're saying here. You're calling on the father to say, help me, show me what to do, give me the strength to do it. I want to I read this passage of scripture because you were talking about getting others involved and, and friends. And I've often told my kids as they were growing up, I said, in this life, if you want to follow Christ, you're probably not going to have a lot of good friends. There'll be fair weather friends, but those that you find that are good, you better hang on and cherish those people as much as you can. And Ecclesiastes chapter four, this is what it says. Two are, this is beginning in verse nine, two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. But if they fall, the one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him that is alone when he falleth, for he hath not another to help him up. Again, if two lie together, then they have heat. But how can one be warm alone? And if one prevail against him, two shall withstand him, and threefold cord and a threefold cord is not quickly broken. This is what you're talking about. The people banding together against the evil. And you know, I think they, they need I, I really do think they need to band together under King Jesus. That was the motto, you know, of our forefathers. Mm -hmm. That we appeal, our appeal is always to heaven. We're always appealing above and beyond whatever man's government is, because God is, or Jesus is, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. So, uh, I think that's a that's a great admonition that you have. Get people around you, get them informed. You know, make friends with those people who are of like mind and will will encourage you and be there with you. Um, in, in addition, one of the things that I started doing in October when uh, all, all of this really got started um, very, very seriously because um, September 30th was the deadline uh, whereby the nations were supposed to submit their proposals. On October 9th, I started another article and, and, and effort, which are the people's amendments, thepeoplesamendments.com. And uh, if you just look on my Substack, it's from October 9th. You should be able to find it either way. And that is a 
response to, okay, we have these international health regulations. I've read them many times. There are aspects of it that I think are good. There are aspects that I don't like at all. If, if the World Health Organization is putting out a call for amendments, well, I got a few ideas. Okay, thank you very much. The People's Amendments to the International Health Regulations. That should help people understand that they need to stand up for their rights. In, in the amendments that you pointed out, where they would cross out respect for dignity, human rights, and fundamental freedoms, the People's Amendments to that same article, Core Principles, reinforces what our rights are that we know them to be and unless you are clear on who you are and what your rights and responsibilities are because rights come with responsibilities it's not just you know me 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 you got to do what i say it's if you want your rights you have to stand up for them but you also have responsibilities and and so that is put forth because the way I was raised, it's like, well, if you see something is wrong, by all means, try to make it right. But you got to know what it is you want it to be. That's right. To make it right. And so most people are, are under some kind of an illusion that they are somebody else's slave. That, you know, oh, they said I have to, so I guess I have to. Well, you know, the only thing you have to do really is keep your word. When you agree that you're going to be involved in some venture and, and one person or one group says, well, we're going to do this and, and you're going to do that. And you go, yes, I agree to participate. I agree to cooperate. Well, then you're obligated based on the fact that you agreed to do that. Okay. But if you're involved in something where someone is just telling you what to do and you've never entered into, you know, people are busy giving away their soul to the devil. They're not even selling it. They're just like giving it up. They're like, oh, you're telling me what to do. And, and, and so people do it. At some point, you stand up and you go, well, wait a minute. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a human being. Uh, my spirit rejects that. Um, at some point, you find the strength to just go, no, I'm, I'm not doing that. You don't have authority over me. And on one level, that's where it all starts, right? If there's 330 million Americans and 330 million people go, no, um, who's going to incarcerate them? Yep. There ain't no room for okay. it. All right. You know, but there's no, you know, if every, if everybody's saying no, right. Um, you know, it, what happens when the police forces turn to the people who would instruct them to abuse we, the people. Okay. Cause you know, say what you want about, you know, police and military and all that sort of thing. They're human beings. And, and if they're good, honest, you know, well-informed human beings, they're going to look at orders that are wrong to abuse people who are doing things that are not wrong. And, and they're going to say, no, I'm, I'm not going to enforce those unrighteous, you know, not, not righteous orders against righteous people. And so, but it all starts with, you got to be righteous. You have to That's be right. strong. You have to know who you are and, and, and you have to say no when Basically, what has happened is, you know, they're pretty, they're pretty slick and, and sneaky in many cases, right? I honestly, I've seen a few videos from other countries, but I haven't seen anybody in the United States who was like literally held down and injected. I've heard some stories about people who were unconscious in a hospital 
or and, and that kind of thing. You didn't see what they were. Did you not see what they were doing with some of the uh, the people who would be? I guess they would be considered disabled or. Uh, like I said, some some there yeah, that some was in cases. that was in California. Okay. I saw some of those where they were doing those. But for the most part, okay, it's been a head game. And people have voluntarily walked into some clinic or a pharmacy or whatever, and they go, yeah, okay, you know, go ahead and give it to me, right? And, and, and so they know that if they can deceive people into voluntarily yes. giving up their rights, okay, then it's actually bad on the person who gave in, okay? So I see all of this, quite frankly, as a test of everybody's character. Right. I think and so, so too. I, I, I get it. I get it. I mean, the coercion is powerful. The threats are, are powerful. You lose your home, lose your job, lose your car, lose your family, you know, lose all the comforts that you have. I get it. It's a but it's just a bigger test. Okay. And so there are many people who've said no. And you know, when when you break away from something that would treat you that badly that's as difficult as leaving a bad relationship, right? If you're in an abusive relationship with your employer and your employer would do that to you, why are you giving them your life and your energy and, and the time that you spend working for a little couple of dollars? I mean, you're working for somebody who is evil enough to treat you that way, right? If you don't have the strength to say no, Start your own venture, do your own business, do whatever, you know, team up with somebody. Um, it's a test of each person's character. And so as far as I'm concerned, the true heroes are the ones who said no and, and they lost their job and their whole life, you know, was Amen. Ripped, ripped apart. And, and they found the strength to go, you know, I don't know what, how I'm going to survive, but, I, you know, I have a deeply held religious belief and mm. that is not for me. And, you know, God will provide and, you know, they're still alive. They're still functioning. And, and quite frankly, um, they deserve so much respect. Okay. Um, if they're not um, going to have a really nice place, um, you know, in, in heaven, uh, I don't know who would. Okay. Because they stood up against, you know, obvious evil and they called it out for what they saw it to be. And they said, no. And then you see some of them getting together and, you know, winning a court case where, hey, you know, this group of people had, I think it was a $10 million settlement. They mm. said, look, you know, we all have a deeply held religious belief. We can't do that. So sorry, we're not going to do it. They lost their jobs. They brought a court case. They won the court case. Man, were they rewarded as it should be. Okay. The people now who caved and have been injected and maybe now have health issues, um, you know, I have I have empathy in my heart for them. I wish them all the best. They can always, at any point in time, wake up and say no more. Right? It's okay. You make a mistake. You get deceived. You get confused. You get pressured. That's that's life. Then then right? repent and do the right thing. That's that's, that's the whole point. Yeah. You know, James. James, that's that's exactly right. Now I, I'll tell you, there's only one way to to the Father in heaven, and that's through Christ. Not even th our good works can get us there. But I get what you're saying. You're, you're talking about there are some people who've done this. They they've demonstrated that they believe something and they stick by it, even if it costs them something. You know, our own Kate Shimrani is going to be on tomorrow. Uh, just obliterated in the UK press because of her comments on 5G. 
and what mm -hmm. it was doing to people uh, mm -hmm. on nutrition, on the convids, on the convid shots, all of this stuff. She was fined. She was imprisoned, all this kind of stuff. And she keeps trucking right on. She says, you know what? The Lord gives me strength to do what I do. She said, I didn't ask to be thrown in this. He gives me the strength to it. We've seen, uh, we've had members of the military on. One young lady from uh, uh, Japan, serving in Japan. She stuck it out. They were going to court-martial her. Uh, she got back in touch with me and she says, Tim, they, we got up to the point of court-martial and they dropped the whole thing. So it was a victory for her. We had another young man uh, with a family in Arkansas came on the show, had been flying you know, all kinds of planes and then was also flying some drones and things. He was a captain, been over many men. And because he wouldn't take the shot, they said, you're unfit to serve. And they, you know, moved him out and everything else. He had to leave his house. They, his family's kind of, you know, traveling and doing this kind of stuff. And he said, he called me up the other day and he said, Tim, he said, the Lord's met all of our needs. He says, I don't, he says, I wonder how it's going to happen, but the Lord always meets our needs. And he, they've been in it for a couple of months now. Because mm -hmm. the military that he served for almost 20 years, I think, had kicked him out because he wouldn't take the shot and says, you won't take the shot. Well, then you're unfit to serve. And yet the people who are taking the shot aren't fit to serve either. They're sick and they're dying. Right. So well, here's you know, the he's, thing. He's, Go he's, ahead. They're passing the test. Yep. And I, oh, I had many people actually had um, a, a, a military um, couple um, from Korea call me up one day. And in, in, in any instance... You know, it's it's really very simple. Um, your right to practice your religious beliefs is unalienable, and so it was very simple for me. I just said to people, "Look, um, you have the unalienable right. If you have a deeply held religious belief in this, you know, I'm not talking about the health risks. I'm not talking about the the technicalities of the shots. Don't go there. That's not religion. You know, that's not belief." If you have a deeply held religious belief, then all you have to do is say no, right? And, and people said, well, you know, if that doesn't work, I'll do this. I was like, well, then obviously you don't actually really have a deeply held religious That's belief. That's right. Yep. You're just trying to use it as an excuse, and it's not going to work for you. <laughs> right. Okay? Yeah, and that's... Because that you're, you're, that's what our friend Ben did. He, he When he wrote all his papers for his religious exemption, he said, Tim, everybody that reads my file is going to read the gospel in there because I go right back to Scripture as to why I'm doing what I'm doing, why I'm, re I'm, I'm refraining from it. And he even said, look, I took the shots when I went into the service, and as I went along, I saw how they were affecting me and making me sick. These were the, the other vaccines they give you. Mm -hmm. And he says, I've determined not to take any more. Same thing with the young lady out of Japan. Same thing. Their ignorance was there, but they repented. They understood what they'd gotten themselves into that they were ignorant of before, and they said, me, me, I'm not going to do it. Let me, let, me, let me correct you. This is a little okay, bugaboo sure. for me. Sure. Okay. Um, I, dis, I differentiate between three words. Okay. A lack of awareness, okay, is, is very forgivable. Okay. If you've never seen something, you have no idea, you've been, you know, deceived, you've been missed you know, improperly educated, and you're just not aware, okay? Um, it, it, all that needs is for somebody to show it to you and you open your eyes and you go, oh, my God, you know, I didn't know, okay? Everybody's been in that situation. Sure. If, if you're stupid and you look at it and you just can't understand it, okay, that's a whole other thing, okay? But I pronounce the middle word differently. It's ignorance, right? Ignorance. Ah, 
I see what stupid. you did there. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's not stupid. It's you are aware, and you ignore the truth that you know. That's the worst. Okay. Oh yeah, I know that's going on, but I don't want to think about it. I know that's going on, but I don't want to do anything about it. I, I, I know that's the case, and I know that I could do something, but I, I just don't want to be bothered. Okay, being ignorant. Ooh, don't don't be ignorant. Okay, um, you know, some people there are are topics that they just can't comprehend. They're, you know, I'm stupid about certain things. Right? I mean, there's things I just can't. Same here. Out. Same here. Okay, there's a whole bunch of stuff of which I am not aware. Right? Somebody brings something to your attention, you go. Thank you. I, I had no idea. You know, I never knew that that happened, right? I, I get to do that every day with this whole stuff with the WHO because nobody's aware, right? Once they're aware, okay. Um, now they have they a responsibility something? to act. Yep. Yeah. So I apologize to everybody for making you aware of something, but now <laughs> the obligation is on. You know, I'm, I apologize for putting you in a predicament where now you know what are you going to do about it. Yep, that's right. well, and and that's what we want to do. You know, one of the one of the slogans we had for the radio show was we want to turn the talk radio into do radio, and you can't do if you don't know. People, you know, I don't know certain things either. I'm like you. I, there are there are things I learn every day. Uh, some things that some in the audience and I, I've told the people in the audience that sometimes they're well, most of the time they're probably well more well informed than I am. So I'm thinking, well, you know, why would somebody want to come listen to my show? Uh, but then, you know, God has his ways of doing what he does uh, in the sphere of influence you have. So let's do this, James. Let's close out the show here. And I'm going to let you tell people where they can find out more about you on your website. And then also, if you want to give out your number again, we'll have that on the screen here. We'll close out the show. And if you'll hang on, I'll say goodbye to you off air. Sounds good. Um, the hard part is spelling my name. OK, it's right there on the screen, I think. So jamesroguski.substack.com. Don't. Do not put a www in front of it. That'll confuse things. So just James, R-O-G-U-S-K-I.substack.com. Um, and there's an archive. If you click on my name and you go to the top, there's an archive with, I think I've done about 60 articles just on the WHO and a whole bunch of others on, on many other topics. Or just give me a phone call, 310-619-3055. And uh, love to meet you and talk and discuss what's going on with all of this and how to take action. But the simplest thing to do is just take this link to what you're listening to or watching right now and go through the list of absolutely everybody you can possibly think of. You know, who do you not want to tell about this? You, you got to ask yourself, if, if you don't tell them, then you're effectively censoring this information. And don't do that. Yeah, Share it with everybody. Amen. Amen. James, we appreciate you being up early in the morning, coming on with us and informing us about this. We, we've had some, some articles that we've done at sonsoflibertymedia.com on the treaty. Uh, but what I'm seeing from you is it's not just that, that you've went way beyond what we've covered there. And then the encouragement of the people to be those people who get out and share the information inform those who will be informed. You're going to run into some knuckleheads. And it's going to go point and it's going to bounce right off. Just move on to the next person and keep informing people and then build those bonds, build those bonds that are going to be that that 
three cord rope that we read about in Ecclesiastes that will make you strong as a people in the community in which you live in. That's what that's what we're really called to do. We're, we're called to do that in the sphere of influence we have. And so let's do that. And uh, may the Lord bless each one of you as you do that. Bradley, be with you at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central. SonsLibertyMedia.com. James, I'll say goodbye to you off air here in just a moment. And uh, don't forget, 8 a.m. Saturday show, Health and Wellness. I don't know what Kate's got planned for us, but uh, she'll be on with us. I don't know if we're having a guest here. We're going to have one the following week. I know that. And uh, pretty excited about that because uh, apparently he was a big footballer over there in the UK. And a lot of these guys are seeing what's going on. They're joining in the fight in educating people about what's going on because they've seen it firsthand. They've started doing their own research. They've been ig not ignorant. They've been stupid, <laughs> as James says. And now they're They've woken up and they're starting to tell people. And so that'll be probably next Saturday, I think, from what she told me. I think it was the, it's going to be the first week. But, so, but tomorrow, don't miss it, 8 a.m. Eastern, and uh, we'll talk to you then. See you.